Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Pastor J.D. encourages you today to accept the Lord Jesus Christ before it's too late. Today is the day of your salvation, and it's as easy as A, B, C. A is for admit that you're a sinner. B is for believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. And C is for call upon the name of the Lord and you will be saved. Jesus has done all the work. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on September 13, 2020. I would argue that this is the end as we know it. This is how it ends. I said it in March. I am more convinced today than I've ever been. Not just convinced, it is a conclusion without question. This is how it ends. I know that sounds morose, but it's the truth. And in order for the end to come, this must all come to pass. Namely, that of the controlled demolition of the world's economies and governments, and the uniting of the world's religions. In other words, this was all pre-planned in advance, and is happening now, and God told us in His Word that this is exactly what would happen. You want to try to make sense of this? Well, it makes sense now when I see in the book of Revelation, that this all has to happen. Oh, no wonder. Well, now it makes sense. Israel. Oh, well, now it makes sense. This manufactured pandemic. Oh, now it makes sense. Because you've got to, in order to have a one world economy, you've got to get rid of all of the world's economies. Perfect. Last week, I received an email from an online member who discovered a website created by the World Bank, and the United Nations. In the email he writes, quote, On this website I discovered information on test kits for COVID-19 being exported to countries, including the U.S., in 2018. Wait, what? No, you mean 20. No, 18. Yeah, but this didn't happen until 2019. Come on. Here's a screenshot from the website, quoting, Swab and viral transport medium set, and then they have the item number 3821000, 
exports by country in 2018. Additional product information, a vial containing a culture media for the maintenance of a viral sample and a cotton-tipped swab to collect the sample put up together. Category, still quoting, medical test kits, instruments, apparatus used in diagnostic testing. The data here track previously existing medical devices that are now classified by the World Customs Organization as critical to tackling COVID-19 in 2018. He sent me a couple of screenshots from his mobile device, again quoting, Category, COVID-19 test kits, instruments, apparatus used in diagnostic testing should be noted that the United States is at the top of the list of nations receiving these COVID-19 tests in 2018, two years ago, for a total of 18,465,900 test kits. Uh, The European Union is second, the UK is third. Interesting. Think about this. Um, you know that they have a patent on the coronavirus? Well, just let, let, let that sink in. You can't patent anything that you don't manufacture. Enough said. So they already had the virus, and they already had the test kits for said virus. You know what I think? They already have the vaccine. This is all theater. Wow, Pastor, you're, you're really, I think I mentioned this last week. I know there are people that think I've gone off the deep end. So be it. <laughs> I just think about when God would declare to the prophets, if, if I told you what I'm doing, you would not believe it. It is so unbelievable. Okay, well pastor, I appreciate very much, with all due respect, your presentation today. (laughs) But uh, where's the hope? So glad you asked. Back on July 5th, we answered the question of, is there hope? in light of everything that is happening in the world today? Spoiler alert, there is. The answer is yes. Our hope is Jesus. If you heard nothing else that I said today, you need to hear this. Jesus is your only hope. He is your only hope. Are you putting your hope in the economy? Are you putting your hope in this world? the things of this world. You know, I I find it interesting that God in His grace, His love as only He can, has collapsed everything that man puts his hope in. And it's having this much needed effect of getting people 
to step back and let go of that which is crumbling and collapsing and falling apart to lay hold of the only one that can save. He's our only hope. He is our Savior. No world leader is our Savior. A world leader will be seen as a Savior, but He's the false Savior, the false Christ, the Antichrist. One of the things several months ago that I sensed from the Lord was that with these prophecy updates, I need to get people to Jesus as quickly as I can. Now, I know it take, took me an hour to get to this point, but <laughs> um, that's the bottom line. When the bad news is bad, and it's bad, it can serve as the driving force to the good news, which is Jesus Christ and the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, the first time that we have the gospel mentioned in the New Testament epistles is in 1 Thessalonians. And this was the first letter that the Apostle Paul wrote. He would later write to the Corinthians, and he would, in chapter 15, verses 1 through 4, describe the gospel as Jesus Christ being crucified, buried, and rising again from the dead on the third day. That's the good news. But the good news is not just that Jesus came, died, buried, rose again, it's that He's coming back again. That's the good news. That's our blessed hope. And isn't it interesting that when Paul writes to the Thessalonians in chapter 4 about the rapture, he talks about the gospel, framing it in terms of the rapture. In other words, Thessalonian church that I love so much that I really want to come back to. Um, here's the gospel. Jesus came he was crucified, he died, he was buried, and he rose again on the third day. And there is coming a day when the trumpet sounds that the dead in Christ will rise first, and we who are alive and remain will be caught up, harpazo in the Greek, rapturous in the Latin, caught up, two words in the English. That's the gospel, the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. That's our hope. That's our hope. There is hope. This is, the, this is good news. I could use some good news. Hey, I, I almost showed you some more pictures of, you know, everything burning, just to, you know, make, drive home the point. Bad news, bad news. Turn on the TV. By the way, they all have the same talking points. It's all scripted. It's all bad news. Bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news. Oh, okay. I need some good news. You don't, you, don't you hate it when somebody comes up to you and says, I got good news and I got bad news. Which one do you want first? This is why we do these prophecy updates, is to declare and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ for the salvation 
of many. And we do the ABCs of salvation as well. But before we do, let me just read this one uh, testimony. Good afternoon, Pastor J.D. I just wanted to reach out to you and share with you a few things. I guess you could consider me an online member. All the way here in Kansas, I stumbled upon you on Facebook in late June. I believe your June 20 prophecy update was the first of yours that I listened to, and I have listened every week since, as well as shared your sermons with others. Now my parents listen to you weekly, those poor people, as do several of my friends. (laughs) We all love your messages. I grew up in a Christian household and grew up listening to my parents discuss and study prophecies. Since March, I've had an avid interest in the world events and how they fit into the end times, and you are a refreshing breath of air to listen to as we navigate these times. So thank you for that. I also thought that you would be interested to hear a story of salvation. I have a stepdaughter, age 11. Her name is Kaylee. Two Sundays ago on August 23rd, I was listening to your weekly prophecy update as I prepared dinner for my family. A little voice in my head kept telling me I needed to ask my husband whether or not Kaylee was actually saved. When she's primarily with her mother, one just assumes that the same work is being done in her other household as it is in ours. My husband asked her, and she said she was not. So I played your ABCs of salvation for my husband, so he could prepare to talk to her further. He had the talk with her. They prayed together, and on August 23rd, my sweet stepdaughter found her salvation. It's the power of the gospel. We very much enjoy and cherish your sermons, prayers to you and your church family, as you remain open in spite of the lockdown in Hawaii. We will listen to you for as long as we are able. And when the time comes, we very much look forward to meeting you in the clouds. So let's end with the ABCs of salvation. This is just one way, a simple way, to share the gospel with somebody. Uh, It's not meant in any way to insult anyone's intelligence. It's just a childlike, simple explanation of salvation. And the A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned and that you need the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. I think if you were to ask the average person if they think they're going to go to heaven, they would likely answer this way, yes. And then if you ask them why, they would say, because I'm a good person. Here's the the truth. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of good people in hell, and there's going to be a lot of bad sinners in, in heaven, and I'll be at the front of that line. And you won't be too far behind me either, so don't look at me all spiritual. That is not the gauge by which you will be allowed access into heaven. Nobody, you might be good, but you'll never be good enough. And Romans 3.23 explains why. It's because all, all have sinned and fall short 
of the glory of God. In fact, that's what the word sin means. It's an archery term, and it has this idea of missing the mark, falling short. So if you're an archer and you shoot the arrow and you miss the bullseye, they would say, you sinned. You calling me a sinner? No, the bullseye is calling you a sinner, because you missed the mark. Well now, since I've sinned and transgressed and broken God's law, is there a penalty? Yes. Romans 6.23. It's the death penalty. What do you mean? Well, the wages of sin is death. That's the bad news. You ready for the good news? The good news is the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. I love in my way of thinking seeing it this way. So I enter into the courtroom of the universe with the judge of all eternity, and I enter my plea, and my plea is guilty. And then we enter the sentencing phase, and the judge says, I sentence you to death. And then into that courtroom walks in a man, no ordinary man, the God-man, Jesus the Christ. And he says, hold everything. I will go to my death in his stead, in her stead. I will pay the price. And then the, the judge looks at you and says, good news, your debt has been paid. You're free to go. That's what the gospel is. Jesus came and he died in my place, in your place. And His blood was shed in my stead, your stead. And though my sins be as scarlet, and they are, and so are yours, He makes them white as snow because of the blood of Jesus Christ. He removes them as far as the east is from the west and remembers them no more. Here's the B. It's for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, and that God raised Him from the dead. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. The verdict is in. The jury's not no longer out. You will be saved. Oh, it's really simple. Maybe too simple. Would you agree? Here's the C. It's for call upon the name of the Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. By the way, Real quick, let me say, there is coming a day, soon and very soon I believe, where every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. There's only one problem. It's a big problem, by the way. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord now, you do so unto salvation. 
when you bend your knee and confess with your mouth, then it's not for salvation, it's for damnation. In other words, every tongue is going to confess. Here's what I'm thinking. It would be much better if you do this now. Okay, we're, we're almost done. Romans 10, 13. All, there's an all again, all who call upon the name of the Lord will, not might, could, should, will be saved. I'm an all 38 years ago. I'm like, all? That means me. Yeah, you, you're all, I'm all. And I called upon the name of the Lord, and I was saved 38 years ago, and I've never looked back. That's how simple it is. Lord, thank you for the simplicity of the gospel. Thank you that there's nothing we have to do. You did it all, and it is finished, period not comma. There's nothing that I can add to it, because you paid in full for it, and you offer it to us as a gift that you paid for, a gift to receive. Lord, I, I don't know. And you know, we've been talking about this, you and I. <laughs> I should say, you've been talking to me about this, speaking to my heart. I really don't know when the last prophecy update's going to be. That's how close I really believe we are. And so, Lord, I, I want to do my best, if this is the last one, to reach as many as possible and get them to you so they're not left behind. Please, Lord, someone watching right now online, they know it's not an accident or coincidence that they came upon this video. You led them here to this video because today is the day of their salvation. And I pray right now they would surrender to you, call upon you, put their trust in you, childlike trust in you. And for anyone who is either here or watching online and man, it's getting it's getting bad. And you're admittedly scared. The Lord knows. I think the word from the Lord to you is a word of encouragement that He will get you through whatever it is before the rapture. Why would He ever leave you or forsake you or abandon you? He's brought you this far. If He's not going to withhold His only begotten Son, is there anything He won't do for you? He'll protect you. He'll provide for you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus is returning. This fact is one we can get excited about, despite any circumstances we find ourselves in. 
Jesus will return one day to rid this earth of every evil thing that's destroying it. He'll once and for all take down the enemy and establish his kingdom in our midst. How soon will this amazing event occur? The Bible tells us that no one knows the exact date, but it does give us clues about events that will take place as it nears. This is why Pastor J.D. has created these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The Mideast Bible Prophecy Update is a focused look at current events through the lens of prophecy. The Bible has given us clear indicators of what's to come, and we can see many of these events happening all around the world today. Join us each week for an in-depth look at what the Bible has to say about current events on these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The latest updates are available on the In Spirit and Truth YouTube channel, and you'll find a link to our page by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. You can also access these teachings through our mobile app for Apple and Android devices. Just search for In Spirit and Truth in your app store or follow the links provided at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. With this app, you can take the Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates with you wherever you go, as well as give you access to many other teachings Pastor J.D. has shared from the pages of Scripture. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you'll join us again right here on In Spirit and Truth.